This is the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. Now, here are your hosts, Cody, Kyle, and Ken. All right. Happy 2023, everybody. Welcome to the new annual version of Off the Break Podcast. Same studio, same people. New year. New year. (laughs) New year, new us. Do we feel like it's a new us yet? Because I'm struggling this first week. I still feel... That Same was, old amount of tired as that was us, 2022. That was us last week. We yeah. really got <laughs> murdered. I got strep throat like a nine-year-old last week. And yeah, you were pretty bad. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, he was in bed. I mean, just shakes, fever sweats. It was awful. So I, we're still recovering yeah. from that. You had yeah. to recover from burnt fingers. So. I did. I burned my fingers. I have never burned myself before, but I, in survival <laughs> mode through this virus and, and strep throat, I was like, I need to put a pan back in the oven after taking it out and just grabbed a hot pan. It was just like, ah! So, <laughs> what, a scary scream. Dropped through the pan. It landed... I was so lucky. It landed back in the oven. The oven door wasn't open all the way, so it hit an angled door and slid in, and I think that's what saved us from glass shattering everywhere. It could have been a lot worse. So, uh, so yeah, still the same old us, I think. But it's a new year. It's a new, yeah. new season new, new for year, the theaters. Slightly new fingerprints for Cody. And <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We have uh, you know our daily... Hourly, I'd say, Avatar grossing updates that we're getting from the Ken and I have the been rags. Just enjoying this. We often follow like the trade industry. You know, hey, what did the box office do this last weekend? How's it? But it's usually once a week, and it's just always about the weekend. But since Avatar came out, it's like Avatar now has the biggest Monday ever. Avatar <laughs> has the biggest Wednesday ever. And I'm like, the biggest Thursday who, of 2022. Who cares? <laughs> Even though it's not technically the biggest Thursday because they, for some reason they don't count early shows that showed on Thursday. Oh, so then it's not <laughs> no, even. No, it's not even close. Right, right. It's like the eighth biggest Thursday. But it's it's so. The, the narrative the whole that thing, they're. The, the spinning around the C- trying to make the this CNN Fox News spinning yeah. that these places do to get people excited about a movie. There's not even a reason to do it. Like it already cracked a billion worldwide. Like that's right. that's amazing. There's like, not, who cares? There's not gonna be <laughs> there's not gonna be news about the like it's gonna be like it's number six all time. Mm-hmm. It's number five all time. And they're just gonna drag it out until sure. it, it gets to where it ends, but it's like, just give it up, guys. Let's find something else to get I, excited about. I am happy for positive industry news, though. So That's, part of me is yeah. like, I know it's ridiculous. It's really dumb. But at least it's not like the death of movies. Yeah, Movie well. <laughs> going is dying. Nobody wants to do it anymore. At least we're out of that narrative to, oh, my gosh, everybody wants to see Avatar on a Thursday. Like, it's just, I don't mind that. But, but are, it, it's but are, silly. But at the same time, these headlines could also be propping up the movie itself and not really thinking about like the the, the theatrical experience though yeah. they should but you're right though it is more positive it is better than the alternatives that we were facing like two years ago where it's every right. week it's like any minute now <laughs> will it come back will it not supreme, come back the supreme confidence yeah. well i was gonna I, I am glad we have this positive news because you guys gave us two of the darkest topics we've seen <laughs> this in a isn't, while. these aren't my ideas <laughs> i know i'm for i 
We're going to have, have to a gloss lot to talk over about these topics this week. And I'm not going to like do one of those like every other industry podcast does. What are you looking like, forward look to ahead. in 2023? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I want business. I don't care what the movie is. And we will discuss fun stuff, but I'm not going to look to like what's coming in September of 23 that I might be interested in. No, we're not going to sure. do that. Our podcast comes out every week usually, yeah, and so there's always a new movie, and we'll always be excited we'll for that. We'll cover movie. all the movies about next year. Trust yeah, us. That's what we do. So this. This week, we thought, well, let's pivot and cover a topic that we never cover, and it's kind of legal. Lawsuits. Yeah, legal cases that were noteworthy that came out at the end of this year that um, affect the movie industry. And the first one that I thought was crazy is um, Paramount being sued over a Romeo and Juliet movie from the 1960s for child exploitation. And basically, in California, they lowered or um, temporarily halted the statute of limitations. And that deadline for that is at the end of this year. So out at the 11th hour pops this lawsuit against Paramount for $500 million. Yeah. That these two actors who starred in this film as teenagers were shown nude on screen um, and that that's exploitation. And it is. The actors were 15 and 16, but this was also filmed in 1965. And I believe it was filmed in Europe, too. So um, their roles could have been a bit more differently in terms of filming stuff. Kyle, are you defending ages? Paramount here? No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> giving just, context I'm to gonna, the situation. I'm going to play devil's advocate because I hate this whole topic. No, this is <laughs> this is a very sad topic, but yeah. I'm just giving insight. I believe it was filmed in Europe, and while the laws were still pretty flimsy when it came to America and that stuff, I would imagine it was probably even more so in like right. Europe. Just, if I had to guess, it's just um, interesting that people who are now in their seventies are saying I was traumatized for most of my life because of a movie I was in when I was 16 years old and I deserve $500 million for that. I think the absurdity of that is crazy. Like there's no the, way this movie made the studio $500 million. The absurdity is probably the amount, but not necessarily in that they were traumatized no. by it. Like over I'm sure time, you could probably over time that probably dawned on them. And granted, like, they were teenagers in the 60s. Like, they weren't exactly talking about mental health at that time. Yeah. So they're probably coming to the realization. Yeah. There was no parents. Yeah. There was no, like, intimacy coordinators. There yeah, was no Me exactly. Too. Like, we're in such a different lens today than when, when it was shot back then. But $500 million is oh. a steep I'm, So price. I'm, I'm just more interested <laughs> in, in, is this legitimate going to go forward or is it going to... Is Paramount going to quietly settle this? Like, the, I'm kind of really into what the outcome is going to be. I think if it was a way less amount, it would have been settled. Right. Like 500 million, even Paramount, who nobody who works at Paramount was around when that movie came out. No. Maybe one guy, but he. It, I, I just mean like the amount would probably have to be a little less if they were like, yeah, we'll settle this and we'll call it even. But 500 right. million, I think it might take a while longer for that to really um die out and i'm yeah. sure i'm hoping that these people's hearts are in the right place that they want to obviously advocate for other people but that advocation is being done already it's been done it's they, being you, it's in the yeah. process of being done and getting better every day which could help that have helped them realize back then oh that wasn't a good thing yeah you we did should to us. maybe not shoot 
nude scenes with 16 year old kids yeah absolutely. Like, i think we've moved past that now but absolutely we have <laughs> no that was like the, the kind of the crazy one and then kyle had one too this one's just silly this too. one is silly and way less dark in my opinion <laughs> yeah way less dark um so two people are suing or have sued universal over false advertising because they saw the trailer for what was it 2019's movie yeah. yesterday uh the musical that had all those beatles songs in it and uh there was an actress named anna de armas you probably know her from no time to die and knives out she was shown a little bit in the trailer but eventually she was cut out from the entire movie just because According to, I think it was the director, they just said, like, the plot line that she was involved in didn't really yeah, the, work for the rest of the story. I think she was supposed to be a secondary love interest, mm -hmm. and when they test screened it, the audiences didn't like that. They right. were like, it's too distracting and not believable, so they just cut her scene as a distraction to the narrative. But these two people are suing Universal because they wanted to see this movie specifically for Ana de Armas. I guess they're very big fans and they're the only two people that i know that are big fans yeah. of this actress though she is a very good actress um but they are suing the studio over false advertising because of that one one two second moment where she's in that trailer and they claim it to be false advertising and apparently they won the case they did they won <laughs> it's looking like the judge is on their side so far i don't know if any final verdict has been made but oh no from what i'm gathering they've they might have a case here, or at least the judge thinks they do. I just I can't wait to sue for every I'm I'm no gonna kidding. I'm gonna get a legal team together for every movie that they had to like write Kevin Spacey out of. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. in a trailer. I could have Kevin Spacey wasn't in this. I could have sworn I saw Kevin Spacey in a trailer. <laughs> but at least Sony like made a new trailer too. Like they made sure to not only yeah, get but they released him the, out they of the released movie. the one and they didn't but this they didn't is, tell me specifically that he right, was Right, they didn't let it. me know specifically. This was so absurd. How many trailers are cuz a trailer is cut usually with the first set of footage from a film to give audiences time because marketing programs take time to with, develop. With digital everything yeah. now? Yeah, they're cutting so it they're cutting during them, production. They're cutting them during production and Sometimes the final form of that film is not complete until a week before hard drives go out oh, yeah. to theaters. So it because of technology, they can still manipulate the version of that film clear up until a hard drive is sent, created and sent. So they have until that creation date to change anything. And we have had several studios come at us, you know, even the last couple of years, even during COVID, saying we have a new version. Don't play the old version. Here's the new one, and it'll send new hard drives out. So it's not unreasonable that production takes longer, and you don't get the final form of a film till way later. So how do you market something that isn't finished yet? And it, and so you take the chance that the footage you're putting out there is going to be in the final cut, but it might not. And how many movies have had scenes and trailers not featured in the film? Cody, like, we, we had this last month, we had a movie change its title the week of its release. Yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> so every trailer that that movie was released that played before every film of Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody got changed to I Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. So those are technically false advertising because you don't know the movies about Whitney Houston <laughs> according to the original yeah. title. <laughs> Like, like that's the claim that you could make. Yeah. This is just what bothers me about general audiences, not really, one, actually looking at trailers or doing research on ratings, but two, just using 
context clues when it comes to advertising. Like, if you see someone for only one second of a trailer, you have to think in your mind, okay, they probably either have, like, a very limited role, or or I I think at the bare minimum they should have thought, like, this is going to be a very small role that she's going to be a part of. She's not going to have, like, a big stay in this movie. So every single horror film that doesn't show the monster in the trailer is false advertising? Whoa, there's a monster in here that was not in the trailer. I did not expect that in this movie. Yeah. There's um, no way these two mouth breathers actually even went to this movie. I saw the grosses. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, this is... They probably paid for this on VOD. And by the way... And and Uh, what do they get in return? Do they get the price of the VOD? Do they get their $10 back? They got their money back? Like... Uh, I, no, there's it, other Ana de Armas movies that we have. Like, at least you saw a different movie. I hope you liked it, but... Ken and I were talking about this on our morning walk the other day, and I was like, you know, movie going is a behavior in an industry and everything. It is a cultural aspect that has been around, like, for 100 years. And trailers have been around for 30 or more years after, you know, of that time. Yeah, I sure. would say 50 years of decent trailers. And in that time we as a society collectively do not understand that sometimes there are scenes in the trailers that don't happen in the movie like mm-hmm. i i just feel like ken said that those mouth breathers don't <laughs> are just are, are really just that dumb and like, and my last very last note on this is i've i've seen yesterday i enjoyed the film Anna Day Armas would have stuck out like a sore thumb in this movie because she would have acted circles around everyone. No, because she is so pretty. She is a a Hollywood starlet pretty, and everyone else in this film is very Hollywood average, like very normal looking people. I don't know, Lily. What's her name? Lily Tomlin? No. no. Lily. No, not Lily Tomlin. No. Lily James. She, Lily yeah. James. She's very oh, normal. She, I don't know. She's pretty hot to me. Uh, (laughs) Oh, now we're hearing Kyle. Who else is pretty hot to you? (laughs) (laughs) Anna Darmus, Lily James, whatever her name is. The most plain name. I'll give him him that. (laughs) Lily Tomlin revs my engine, especially especially right now. 80 for Brady coming out in February. (laughs) All right. Well, we got our pop culture stuff. Cody, what was yours this week? Well, I was going to talk about the Renfield trailer, which I loved absolutely loved i like nicholas holt a lot i know ken doesn't like him but i enjoy him as an actor nicholas holt 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 <laughs> i'm just glad he's in something funny yeah i mean I he, like he does well in dramatic funny. roles too but he warm bodies check out warm bodies he's really funny he in is that. good in that and so um that was going to be my topic this week for the most part i can't I, remember and then i was going to shift gears but now i don't remember what i was going to shift it to yeah i don't know my brain's in a fog well right speaking now, of so shifty, really shifting sure. gears jeremy renner doesn't know how to put how to put a snowplow in park <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> have you seen the picture of him by the way yeah he's beat up pretty yeah. bad he looked like he got hit by a snowplow yeah a huge one yeah it looks like he looks like he he was in a snowplow got out without mm-hmm. putting it in park stood in front of it and then madness ensued that's what it looked like happened. I and guess he was trying to. Was he trying to help someone get out of a ditch, or was yeah. he just plowing? I don't know. I heard different things about this story now, so I have no idea. He's not. You're not Jason Bourne, Jeremy Renner. Okay. You proved you're that the Haw- Jason Bourne spin. Yeah, you're not Hawkeye. You didn't. You... That was him, right? Was that Renner? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was mm-hmm. Renner. Um, he was in Mission Impossible too. Like he was supposed to take over. Right. <laughs> For Tom Cruise. God, he Tom can't. Tom Cruise is like, get the hell out of here. Everything's I got going. Thirty poorly. years of this left. <laughs> Watch uh, me to go to space, Renner. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. Yeah, to space. have you gone to space? <laughs> I am happy he's okay though, because yeah, 
that, that would, that would probably like, hurt. If he, I think, hadn't had people around, if he had just been by himself and then didn't have like a surgeon there that like cut the blood flow off to one, uh, to his leg, which I think was bleeding profusely. Oh, okay. There were some crazy issues there, but yeah, I think he, he had the right circumstances, I guess, for if you were going to get hit by a plow, at least have a lot of people around to call 911. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, the ambulance got there in time, I yeah. imagine. So I, I'm very happy about that, at least. <laughs> it was it was a debate between all of his neighbors at this high-end high end neighborhood. Whose helicopter are we going to take yeah. to the hospital? I'm not getting blood on that. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, and for me, Dave Bautista had an interview with GQ that I thought was really cool. Um, pretty much just expressing what we've kind of talked about on the podcast when it comes to him. We're fans of him on this show and that he's doing a really good job at picking um, the right projects to help him grow more as an actor. And it's really helped him like get the bug of acting because initially he wasn't um, really having any desire to be an actor. But like when it came to wrestling, that was like his true p- passion. Um but he did mention, like, as he's growing into, like, a better actor and getting more and more of these roles, that he is happy also to be departing from the role of Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, how, he was saying how, as much as he was happy to have gotten that role, it's now kind of um, been a little taxing on him. And it's a little bit of a silly role to him now, to where he wants to just grow into, like, more of the dramatic stuff. Which I could easily see people reading, like, that one line and taking it very very poorly and i hope he's not taking it poorly himself because i think that was like an important role for him to help him get started oh but of course i i I, I got where he was coming from i'd get it i i've said this before on this podcast i'm not a wrestling fan but i am all in on these wrestlers transitioning to be actors yeah i think there is a real well of talent here that (laughs) yeah i mean not obviously not all of them not all of them no no, they're, I'm sure they're mostly morons, but I, I mean, to pull three in the last 20 years that are, you know, A-list actors now, mm-hmm. I mean, real A-list actors that, I mean, there there could be another, like, four or five or six that can carry part of the film industry yeah, I sitting mean, there. I mean, they're definitely starting a wave. I'm sure there's a lot of up-and-coming wrestlers who will have aspirations for that down the road to further their careers yeah like i mean it would be the last thing you think of absolutely hulk hogan and jesse ventura like kind of did this but they were not good actors but but yeah they 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 were good in what they were in stone cold steve austin did this he was not a good actor yeah and then Dwayne johnson was not a good actor to start yeah, it it but grew he, over time to be grew. like the general audience blockbuster type yeah. of actor. And but I mean he can he can do what he needs to do and John Cena exactly the same way. Yeah. Like he does a good job picking yeah. roles, whoever his agent is does awesome mm-hmm. putting him in places. And Dave Batista is just a real actor. Yeah, he's like, become that. He's I would in that, say he's in that bad James Bond movie, and he has like two lines, and he is great in it. Yeah, <laughs> just, he, he, absolutely. He's just menacing. It's and awesome. Big, but he talk. I mean, it's whole the whole time he's on screen, you're drawn to him. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that interview was very interesting. I remembered what my topic was that I was going <laughs> to pivot to. Sure. Oh, pivot, please. Um, my fa- favorite comedian, Burt Kreischer. I think Ken would agree. He has a movie coming out based off of his machine story that really like launched his stand-up comedy into another stratosphere. Like he has been doing stand-up for a really long time. He was 
always found a certain level of success. But after his machine story went viral, he went into a whole nother um, level of success. Mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. He's now selling out arenas type situation. And we've seen him a couple times in person. He is awesome. So we really like Burt Kreischer. Well, Sony apparently is going to distribute his machine. It's a Sony's first legendary title. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yes. That's what, oh, cool. That's how all they right. got it. Well, there we got we get all these emails because this from is so- not, this Sony. This is not marketing. a Sony movie. This is not a Sony movie. <laughs> this, this is a Warner really, Brothers movie. I'm really <laughs> concerned about Sony's ability to market it because I get their first email today about the machine movie and their hashtag isn't even i'm the machine which is shouts which yeah. is the pivotal line in the whole com- stand-up comedy the whole thing mm-hmm. is this pivotal line where he, where he gets scared when he's face to face with a russian mobster and he's like i am the machine <laughs> <laughs> and that is not they're not marketing this there that should be hashtag i am the machine should no, be the they're not they're the not marketing they're not marketing this yet Oh, hopefully. If you didn't know to come out guns blazing on that line from the beginning, you do not understand. I'm like, I wanted to be like, has this marketing rep even seen his stand up comedy? Of like, not. Oh, it, no. I'm infuriated with it. No, this is, he has been a literal machine about marketing himself. Oh my gosh. For the yeah. last, I mean, seven to ten years he should be coordinating correct. this whole thing correct. there he, should he, be he, not one percent <laughs> that studio that doesn't go to him first and be like how do you want your film marketed because, <laughs> because he's he's a, a a fat out of shape white guy in in today's yeah. day and world should not be considered funny but he's done all this he's for himself. hilarious yeah he's yeah. done all this for himself and you have a resource and sony's like no we got this <laughs> please sony don't F six this up. 65 don't with change Adam the Driver. release date i love the memorial weekend release date just do not change the release date on this i am begging you we know your track record sony <laughs> begging you do not change the release date it's a movie about a guy who oh parties gosh. too much yeah leave it on a party weekend yes his fans will love this <laughs> I'm just happy this is getting a theatrical release. Like, I Me really too. thought this was going to be a with, Netflix thing. With, like, when I first heard about it, I was like, yeah. oh, it's, with legend, it's gonna go with to go With Legendary and it being the Warner Brothers tie-in, there was a very strong possibility that this was going to be a Warner Brothers property, and that's what they were going to do with it. Right. Because his audience is very, you know, tied into social media and things like that. Yeah. So it would have been a, a, a more direct route to the consumer. Right. To put it that's on good HBO point. Max. But yeah. But luckily, it ended up with Sony, and Sony is a champion of the theatrical. Right. They see its potential. We are very much going to champion this film, regardless of it's good or not, because he is very funny and it has a lot of potential. And Mark Hamill's in it. Yeah. Mark Hamill is in it. Yeah. I'm getting excited about that. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I mean, he's done a few a few movies, like bit parts, but he's like a legitimate like co-star in this movie. That's awesome. Don't know yeah. what role he's in, but I'll be down for it anyway. No, I can't wait for the trailer on this to see what Mark Hamill plays. If he's like, if it's like a buddy comedy, or if he's like the Russian gangster with the crazy accent. Don't matter. Suit. I'm in anyway. It's gonna be awesome either way. Uh, That'd be so good. So before he's we like this little, little <laughs> Russian gangster. Anyways, I just want to put it out there. January. I am concerned for the marketing of this film already, based off the very first email I got from the studio. It's yeah. Like, uh oh. They do Please. not understand it. They're like the machine. Like, no, that's not. 
was not the fun part of that whole story. So as we wrap this up, uh, I just want to mention we were speaking about the potential of the machine that yeah. um, so far, Megan, it's coming out this weekend, obviously, but it's already grossing 2.7 million so far oh, yeah, in and its early, early showings. Shows. That is I, great. I'm really hoping for this to break our PG-13 rating is low. a good it's way titled, to go. It's titled M3gan, Kyle. M3gan, M3gan excuse me. I always forget that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a backwards E. <laughs> yeah. M3gan. Uh, but anyway, that's really exciting for like the first weekend. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it becomes a hit, a surprising hit, and we it's can kick first, off 2023 right. The first right. weekend of January has historically had the ability to like ruin our optimism for the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's hope this doesn't Hashtag happen. Keanu Reeves replicants. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag. What was the Arctic one? The Arctic one. Oh, the, I don't remember. The, oh, the, the snowplow one. one. The, no, that there was the animated one that was like. Arctic Dogs? No, maybe it was Arctic Dogs that had Alec Baldwin as an animated like sled dog. <laughs> but it did it did oh, so bad. Know. They literally let us out like before Friday oh, was over. I remember that. <laughs> like yes. before the end of the day Friday, they're like, You don't have to play this. Yeah. I believe I in M three again. I think it was STX. <laughs> Do you yes. remember that? Yes, called, I remember it. Now. Before the day was I think over. it is Arctic Dogs. They called us before the day was over Friday to tell us we didn't have to play full schedules. Yeah. They called and said, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, We're sorry was. about this. It was, Kyle. It was like... Our I'm bad. Sorry. I'm sorry that happened. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, that, that hadn't even opened yet. January 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, in 2018, I think, was the, the Replicants one where it was just like... It was so terribly oh. made. They had Keanu Reeves in an action movie, and they couldn't couldn't do it. No. Couldn't pull it off. Some... Yeah. Some just <laughs> don't quite work that way. <laughs> but... Big grosses for M3 again this weekend. We have the Old Way, Nicholas Cage's first Western, and it's getting some decent reviews. It looks reviews. like a legit Western, too. Mm-hmm. So Good. we booked it in a ton of places. Go check it out. Hope they play well. Yeah. Otto gets a more, a, a more li- yeah. limited, before or less limited release, and then a wide release next wide weekend. next week. Yeah. So it's, it's beginning to look a lot like a January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a normal January. But hey, Avatar, maybe M3 again. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think this will be a good month. Avatar will still be number one, but uh, it's going to, Puss in Boots is not going to be number two. I don't think. No, I think it'll be Avatar, M3 again, then Puss. Three tall movies to me, so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice, Ken. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, I I think we'll end it here. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Off the Break Podcast. Find us on all podcast platforms or at screeninsider.co. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Off the Break Podcast.